Gentlemen, welcome to the Flame Within podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Jakes. The last time we talked, we talked about life being too damn short. And I can't foot stomp that enough. Because if you're living your life to make other people happy, it's going to be a long fucking life. Because you're going to be miserable. And you can't self-sacrifice your way to happiness. You can't sacrifice your happiness for someone else's. Because, A, let's be honest... You know, just because you think something, you do something that should make somebody happy. Sometimes there's no pleasing other people, no matter fucking what. There's always going to be more. They're always going to want more from you. And you can't get fucking blood out of a turnip. You have to live your life for you. And what makes you happy. Because if you are not happy, the people around you are not going to be happy. And if you're not happy, these people are not going to follow you. You are going to be incapable of leading other people. And life is way too goddamn short to sacrifice your life for other people's happiness. Because at the end of the day, they're not really going to be happy. Because they don't know what the fuck they want. So there's really no point in not doing you at all. So today we're going to talk about shit that we're born with. Instinctual shit that we're born with. And I'm going to give you guys an example. And this is going to seem like an incredibly stupid example, but bear with me. I've used it before um, in a post that I did, and I think it came across incredibly well. And my analogy is basically, so I have, I have a 13 and a half pound mini schnauzer. I'm, if you know me, I am a big dog person. I love big dogs. But this little guy, he's a little guy, he's 13 and a half pounds, like I said, but he's got the biggest fucking heart. He has got the biggest heart. And I love that about him. Um, And what I mean by that is, so it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Chuck is right by my side. His name is Chuck, by the way. No No matter what it is. I mean, I literally have to close the bathroom door on him. If I'm, if, if I'm working in the shed, Chuck's there. If I'm, replacing um, a railing like I recently did in my home Chuck was there I mean sometimes it's you know a pain in my ass to be quite honest with you because he gets in the way of the light you know and he'll just stand there And but you know what is he actually doing what has told him that he needs to be by my side 247 365 It's his instincts. I am his master after all. I am, you know, I feed him. I provide comfort. I provide shelter. But also, he provides protection as well. He lets me know when some, when, when danger's around or whether it's what he perceives as danger. He sees that, and he lets me know. 
he makes sure that I'm not getting hurt. He makes sure that, you know, if I'm, if I do get hurt doing something, he's right there to try to help. Those are his instincts. His instincts are to protect me and to make sure that I'm good. It doesn't really matter what I'm doing. But that was, that's shit that Chuck was born with as a dog. Now, <clears throat> he's not a progressive dog. He's not a liberal dog. He's not a conservative dog. He's a fucking dog. He doesn't know anything about social conditioning, um, nor does he fucking care. If somebody said to him, hey man, I think you need to spend more time with your brothers so they have playmates, would he fucking care? Or would he do what was instinctual to him? Is that what he would be doing? Or is that... Or would he listen? Would he listen to the social conditioning if it was set often enough? He knows nothing about that. He doesn't care anything about that. Chuck does what Chuck wants to do. Period. And as men... We are born with the same DNA. No, we are not dogs. No, we do not have dog DNA. No, we have fucking man DNA. A lot of you guys know instinctually that something is wrong. Regardless of how you were brought up, you know, how big of a beta your dad was or, you know, what kind of a bitch you think he was um, and things he didn't teach you but you have this fire in your soul that you fucking know exists and you know there's more out there but you, what you don't know is how to get there but you know what right looks like in a relationship you know what right looks like You're just having some trouble getting the relationship to the point because you don't know how. You just know that it does. That something's off. That something feels off. That's all you really know. And it's the same with the same with lifting and the same with getting strong. Is you know that you should be strong. You know that. That's something that you're born with. No, granted, Jesus didn't have a, a weight room. But that's a modern day convenience that you should take advantage of. That's something you should be doing day in and day out. Preparing your body, preparing your mind, and preparing your spirit. How do you do that? books you join a fraternity of fucking like-minded men 
you get advice from people, you ask questions. If you don't, if you truly don't know how to get there, then there's no other way to get there than by asking questions and gaining knowledge and, and, and deriving that knowledge from wherever you can get it. Because deep down, and I know I could ask probably 99 out of 100 men, and and maybe maybe not <clears throat> that high, uh, or maybe because I might have some that aren't willing to quite accept that fact yet. But I guarantee you. We all know what right looks like. We all know where we want to go, where we where we want to be, and how we, we just don't know how. We don't know how to be more of quote unquote a man. That's where you need to do some serious digging and some serious soul searching on what it means for you. But I guarantee you, like, you could probably sit down and probably write down at least 10 to 15 things on what it would mean for you to be a man. Easily. It's those other things that you don't know, like, you know, like, that's what it would mean to you, but you just don't know how to get there, so you're not going to write that down. We need to learn to ignore the voices of, of fucking naysayers, of people who want us to stay the same, the crab in the buckets. Uh, we need to learn to ignore those fucking people, the social conditioning, the, the you, you, you should be this or you should be that. Fuck them. Be you. People are going to jump on and off board your life for the remainder of your life. Your true friends will stick around. Your true friends who believe in you and believe in what you're doing will always be there. There will be no question. Yeah, you might have fucking tips with them. You may fucking argue with them. You may even come to blows with some of these motherfuckers. But at the end of the day... They're going to be there no matter what. And you should definitely keep those guys around. It's the guys that, you know, are going out for drinks on a Friday night and you quit drinking and they invite you and then they try to shame you into going to drinks on a, for, on a Friday night when that's not what you're about. Because if that's not what you're about, then don't fucking do it. Who gives a shit what they think? Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, like, you may have been friends with these guys from high school. But how fucking different are you from high school? How different are you? What kind of a man have you become? You know, is it just is it just a little different from high school? In that you have a wife and a kid, and that... You know, you're still getting drunk with your buddies on a Friday night and Saturday night. 
you know, if that's what you want, cool, but stay the fuck away from me. Because that's not what I want, and that's not what I'm about. I don't talk to anybody I went to high school with. Not a single one of them. The last guy I, I, I was friends with, I, I, I fucking jettisoned I, I got rid of him. I had to. He was toxic. He believed things that society had told him over and over again. And no matter what I said to him, he wasn't ready to receive the message. And I couldn't have somebody like that in my life. And that's okay. It's fine, because at the end of the day, I'm better for it. I knew instinctually having him in my life was no good for me anymore. And I think that you'll find, if you did an inventory of your friends, you would probably find the same thing. Yeah, it's cool, like, your friend, you, you know, like, you have friends and, you know, you, you have kids that are about the same age and they play together and they do whatever together. You know, that's cool. Like, I understand that. But are, are they on the same page as you? Are, you? are you guys about the same things? Things that are not detrimental to your life? Not detrimental to your family's life. Not detrimental to your kids' lives. I'm not saying we have to be fucking straight-laced people or men all the time. But at the same time, we have to make sure that we're setting a good example. And deep down inside, you know what that looks like. You know, I once said to my nephew, and I, I'm, a, I'm not going to say what this was about, but I once said to my nephew, um, whose stepdad was leading him down the wrong path, you know that's not what right looks like, right? You know that that's not what you're about or what you should be about, right? He's like, yeah, I know. So... I've never, I've never, like in the last four or five years since I started to unfuck my life and improve my life, I've never been the most popular guy in the room. But I'm going to give you an honest answer if you ask me. If you straight out ask me, I'll give you my honest opinion. Some people don't appreciate that. I don't fucking care. You know, I forgot, what was that saying? I'd rather be smacked with a, I'd rather be um, smacked with a lie than kiss with the truth or something like that. I mean, if somebody's looking for an opinion, why would I give anything other than what I truly believe? whether they're ready to receive it or not. That's what I did with my friend. You know, he thought that he should have 22-year-olds bowing at his feet. 
It's like, come on, dude, you're 48 years old, 46, whatever the case was. Uh, you're a single father. You got nothing to offer them. He thought he had to offer them love, and I'm like, yeah, 22-year-old ain't looking for love, brother. I mean, if she is, she's a, I mean, not from you anyways. Anyways. So you guys know what right looks like. You guys know, you know the deal. You know what it means to be a man. You just need to get that pulled out of you. If you don't know how to get there, ask questions. Chuck never had to ask anybody a question. He just did. I'm pretty sure Chuck's motto was acting nonverbal. Because he just does. He doesn't look for permission from the other dogs. He doesn't look for permission from, you know, the neighbor's dogs. He doesn't look for their approval. He doesn't look for anybody's approval. If it's good for Chuck, Chuck does it. And him being my companion and friend is more important to him than what others think. And I know that may sound fucking idiotic and stupid to some of you, but that's the fucking truth. You guys should live your lives a little bit more like Chuck. I try to remember Chuck every day when I'm having interactions because Chuck does what Chuck wants regardless of what the other dogs are saying. So with that, gentlemen, this has been the Flame Within Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Jakes. Hit me up on Twitter at Masculine Life or uh, shoot me a message here on Anchor. Take care and I'll talk to you soon.